0: When you hear that we build entire brands in just a few days, do you think to yourself, yeah, I couldn't do that because my creative process just goes all over the place and I could never box in how much time it takes for me to create a brand. I just need a lot of time. I'd like to give you a different perspective today and possibly inspire you in a way that won't feel like you're being restricted but actually give you more focus and insight into how you can shrink your creative process without losing all that creative genius that you have to offer. You're listening to the No BS Agency Podcast. We talk strategies that can take your one-to-two-person branding agency from $5,000 to $30,000 per month without hiring employees or working your ass off. All you have to do is cut the BS. I am Pia Silva. I got this question in the Facebook group the other day. How can I get more disciplined to get to a point where I can call it done and stop exploring ideas? This is from a designer who feels like they never feel like it's done. It's never good enough. They want to keep exploring because maybe they'll happen upon a better idea and they want to give their best work. And I get it. I get that you want to give your clients the best work possible. And sometimes you just don't believe that whatever you've come up with is good enough. And so you keep working and you keep working. And that means that the creative work behind the scenes can take you days. Maybe longer. And sometimes you do all that exploring and you never really find something better, and you end up going back to something you made early on. And then you wonder, should I have done all of that work? or was it a waste of time? I am married to an artist. My husband and business partner is a painter, an illustrator, he's a sketch artist, he's a designer, and of course, he is the creative director of Worst of All Design. so he also designs and builds all of our brands and websites for our clients. He is as much of an artist as you can get. So I am very familiar with the process of an artist not feeling like something is good enough or wanting to explore and not wanting to feel boxed in. And early on in our business, it used to drive me bonkers because Steve would need dozens and dozens of hours to play with ideas to try to come up with some brilliant logo, some brilliant brand. And here I was wondering why it was taking so long and saying, we don't really have the time for you to spend 60 hours to design a logo, especially because at the time we were only getting paid a few hundred dollars for it. So, you know, you can't do it. You can't spend all that time on this. And his response was, well, this is how I have to do it. And this is like, I don't want to do work that I don't feel great about. If you are creative, you can probably relate to what I'm saying. These days, Steve builds the entire brand and executes it with the website in a few days, usually about three days, full days, sometimes a little more depending on how creative it is. But He'll do an entire brand, the identity, the design and build of the website, and of course, the logo. And it just takes him a few intense full days to do it. How did he go from 60 hours on a logo to entire brands in a few days? And guess what? The brands are better. Now, obviously, he's 10 years more experienced, but the brands, they were great. They were really good. His work was great when we were first starting out, but obviously with time he's gotten better, but he's also just gotten better at understanding the purpose of this work. And he finally let go of the idea that the work and the value of the work was gonna be tied to how much effort and sweat he put into it. So that's the first thing that I want to offer all of you. We are raised to think that effort is equated with value. So if you were to make something valuable, But it didn't take you any effort or any time. How do you feel about it? You probably don't feel like it could possibly be that valuable. There's a great story about Pablo Picasso. Back in the day, sitting in a cafe, having coffee with his friend. Somebody comes up to him and says, oh, my gosh, you're Pablo Picasso. He says, yes, I am. And he's doodling on a napkin. And the guy says, you just made that doodle on that napkin. Can I have that napkin? And he said, sure, $3,000. And the guy said, $3,000, you just doodled that on a napkin. It took you like 20 seconds. And he said, this didn't take me 20 seconds. It took me a lifetime. Pablo Picasso understood that whatever he created at that moment, it was the culmination of a, a lifetime worth of expertise and experience. And he wasn't going to charge that man for the time that he spent or the effort. It was no effort, right? He's he's a Prolific artist. It took no effort and no time, but it did. It took a lifetime's worth of effort and time. And that's what is valuable about it. And you need to start thinking like that too. If you are set on the idea that when somebody pays you more money, you must struggle and work hard and you must explore a hundred ideas in order to know that you found the right one, then you will always spend way more time than you're getting paid for. And on top of that, as you get better and you're able to create work in less time, you'll just find ways to spend more time because you don't feel comfortable enough saying something is done. So the first thing you need to do is recognize that you are still tying the value of your work to the time and effort and difficulty of actually executing it. And you need to untie those two and start to look at your work as independently valuable from the actual effort that it took to make it. The second thing, just as important, is that Steve started to learn, and we started to learn together, but I I watched him evolve. He started to learn that the work is not about him. Yes, they are hiring you as the creative. They want your creative genius, but it's still not supposed to be your artwork. And this can be particularly hard for people who are artists also. And I know a lot of designers out there are also artists, but this is not your artwork. Your artwork is something that you can do just to come up with the thing that you think is the best thing imaginable. That you are well within your right to do that when it comes to your art. But that's not the purpose of your work for clients. The purpose of your work for clients is to create the best thing for them to achieve their goals. And that is not necessarily the best thing that you can make. It's the best thing you can make in relation to what they're trying to make. Let me explain what that could look like. We have done projects where Steve makes, you know, he makes a bunch of logos and we always curate them at the end because we don't show all the logos. We only pick the best, usually best three logos. And there have been times where there was a logo that was really freaking cool, (laughs) like really cool. We both really loved it. But we look at it and we say, it's not right for their brand. So we're not going to show it. And Oh, man, is that hard. It is hard to look at something that is really cool and looks really good and isn't on brand and isn't going to help the client get to their goal and then not show it and have to toss it. There's a great saying in the writer's world, kill your darlings. It means that, you know, in order to make great written works, you have to edit them down. And it's really hard for writers who may write something that they fall in love with to kill their darlings, to edit things out that they really love but ultimately that need to be edited out to make the piece stronger. This is the same thing. We, had, we have to kill our darlings all the time. If this doesn't work for the client, then it's not a good fit. And if we take that idea farther, it can start to help us shrink the amount of time that we spend on creative work. Because instead of approaching creative work as a blank canvas for you, the artist, to birth something amazing and unique and original which can take a lot of time, if that's your vision and you feel like you need to create some masterpiece from scratch, first of all, that's a huge undertaking, but also it's putting you in the center of the focus. I need to create something amazing. What about the client? Your job is not to create something amazing that's yours. Your job is to create something amazing within the context of the goal and the creative brief of the client. And when you approach it like that, you'll actually find that the projects are much more bounded than you think. You should never start with a blank piece of paper because you're not starting with a blank piece of paper. You're starting with an entire vision and business. And your job is to take all of those parameters and then make the best thing for that client in those parameters. And that's a much simpler and more straightforward project. Don't just imagine all the things it could be. Look at all the things it absolutely can't be. Narrow it down as quickly as possible and then make the best version of that. The reason I say that Steve's work has gotten better, in my opinion, is not because it looks better. Like, I think it looked great 10 years ago. He's a really great artist, right? His, his work was always very good, but that it's way more aligned with what the clients are looking, what they need, what they're looking for and what they need. And it's it's more in line with what is going to get them to their goals, which is what they're paying for and what they actually need. So not only is it more effective for them and closer to the outcome that they're looking for, but it's way more efficient to make because the point is not for you to create this masterpiece, this piece of art from scratch. The point is for you to create the best thing using your expertise and talents. And if you're thinking, yeah, but I like to spend all this time creating this stuff. It's like my favorite thing to do, which Steve said to me as well. Until I said to him, "Yeah, I want you to do that too. Do it with your art. If you could be more efficient with this process, get the client the better outcome and what they need and want in a more efficient way, you could spend all that time doing your own art. I would rather you do that." And then you could spend as much time as you want on that. And I think that's what got through to him. I said, "I I want you to Do as much art as you want. I just want you to do it for yourself and keep your eye on the prize when it comes to clients. Because even if you are treating your client work like an artist and like this is your masterpiece, you are still thinking about the client. So you still aren't able to do whatever you want. So instead of trying to mix the two, go full force, make something amazing for the client in the context of what they need and use that extra time that you free up to do your own art or work on your own projects or create your own brands for your own businesses. The question was how do I get more disciplined to getting to a point where I can call it done and stop exploring ideas? I think the answer is come at it from a completely different vantage point. Stay really focused on the brief. What does this brand need to do? What does this design need to communicate? It's done when the design is effectively communicating the message and embodying the voice and the vibe of the brand. That's when it's done. And if it's there and you think, but it could be better, ask yourself, could it be better or could there just be a different version of this? Because it's more likely that there could just be a different version of it, not that there's a better version of it. Once we get to a point where we're creating work that's really good and that's on brand and that's hitting it, better is subjective. Like I've had clients, I've seen clients send me websites when I ask them for examples of stuff that they like send me websites that are, I think, hideous, (laughs) really not good. Like, don't like this at all. Right. Design is subjective. So while you're killing yourself to try to make something better and better and better, I might look at those and say, I don't think that one's better. I think this one's better. Right. We might disagree. There's a certain level of excellence that you can hit. And then above that, it's just really subjective. So hopefully this is inspiring you to stop thinking that you are somehow not delivering your best work because you think there could be something better and you want to explore and keep exploring better things because you know, you're not satisfied with your own work. And remember that what's better is going to be subjective. So as long as you're creating great work and it's on brand and it's on brief, have some confidence that if you created something new or something different, it might also be really great. But that doesn't mean it's going to be better and you don't have to spend three times as much time to try to figure that out. And I guess I could sum this whole thing up by saying you need to learn confidence in your own self and your work and stop questioning yourself. And that might just come from experience. So the more you do, the better you'll get at being confident that this is done. And one of the things I really love about the our intensive model and our brand up model is that It allows you to become an expert much, much faster because you just have so much repetition. In the year before we did the Brand Ups, we probably built like five or six brands. The first year we did the Brand Ups, when we were really doing them like crazy, we did like a hundred (laughs) brands. Like Steve designed a hundred brands in a year. That's crazy. Most people don't design a hundred brands over their whole career. And he did that in a year. So If you take the whole 10,000 hours, you know, theory, if you're able to do intensives work and you're able to do brand after brand after brand, you're going to get a lot better, a lot faster. And that's how you're going to build that confidence to say, this is done. This is great. Repetition will build confidence in yourself. And if you just keep your eye on the prize and realize that the project is not about you, it's about the client and their goals. And you need to do your best work within that framework You're going to cut down the time that you spend on the creative work significantly. And it's not going to take away from the value of the project. In fact, it's probably going to make the outcome way, way better. Hey guys, if you love this podcast, if you love this episode, I would be grateful if you would share it with a friend who would benefit or better yet on Instagram in your stories and tag me at Pia Loves Your Biz. It really is the best way for others to find out about the show. And I thank you in advance for your help. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll be back next week with more No BS tips for your agency so you can find more profit, ease, and freedom. The No BS Agency podcast is produced by Yellow House Media. Coordinator is Lou Blazer. This episode is edited by Marty Seafelt. Creative direction by Sean and Tara McMullen. Our theme music is "Knock 'Em Down by The Shrugs.